We used to have uh, someone who worked on this program, Breezer, mm. um, who worked at Coles, I think, from a very young age. In fact, I think she got long service. Right, she was so, so hard working. But she described to us the things that shoplifters used to do. Right. Uh, and, and I'm trying to think if Scorcher can remember. I think the fa- my f- favourite one was they get to the vitamin section. Right? Mm. Say you've got a big uh, t- uh, oh, yeah. t- tub of uh, vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Screw off the top. Then open, oh, your, I see. open your undies and just drop the whole contents of the vitamin D in their, in their Reg Grundies. Because so, so, you don't need the packaging, of course. Uh, yeah. Right. Packaging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the post-pandemic return of shoppers to stores has brought an unwelcome sting in the tail, the spike in shoplifting. Barry Urquhart, Managing Director of Marketing Focus. Barry, good morning to you. Good morning, Ross. Good morning, Russell. Um, is that a post-pandemic thing or is that an interest rate rise thing? No, it certainly is uh, a combination of, well, I I suppose both, but the primary situation is as we have come out of the COVID lockdown, there has been a pronounced process towards foot traffic rather than online traffic. Online Mm. traffic in the last two months has actually been static or going back. People are there and they're reassured in the great numbers of people and the shortage of staff that they are not going to be recognised or actually caught. So, Barry, that that was interesting to read last week, that in fact there appears to be a decline in online and an increase in the traditional. Correct, and mm, I think that that's an important thing. People are still saying that socialising and you know the experience of shopping. The well, and I think it's a very important issue that thirty-four cents in the dollar is still spent on impulse. Therefore, the retailers are enticing people at point of purchase. They still enjoy that experience. Online purchasing is very much devoid of emotion. It's very much process. It's what you want, and no kind of spontaneous impulse of purchases. Therefore, it's in the interest of retailers to entice people back on onto the floor and into the stores, and therefore it comes with a cost. Yeah, impulsive. I remember we'd send Dad down to the shop to buy a loaf of bread and he'd come back with candied Czechoslovakian figs. Um, the uh, I was talking to someone over the weekend about margins in a particular business that they are incredibly uh, slight. Yeah. And this was... Skinny, I think's the word. Skinny, is it? Yeah. Victoria's big build. Mm-hmm. It says those big infrastructure programs have very, very small margins. Right. Um, I imagine the margins are quite small on retail so that if 1.7% of stuff is actually pinched, um, they would be very interested in eradicating shoplifting. Absolutely. Uh, let's just take supermarkets in particular. I know this is a little bit drifting from the Meyer situation, but it's a 7% maximum net profit. So that means that you've got to, for every one product that is uh, shoplifted, you've got to sell 14 to recover the loss of uh-huh. revenue. Now, that's the, and because what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, a growth to 1.7% of the $400 billion a year in high street retailing. What that equates to is six point. Eight billion, but you add another two billion dollars a year throughout Australia on the one hundred and twenty billion dollars of transactions in supermarkets. Collectively, seven billion dollars a year is going through the doors. And sadly, in a recent study conducted by Marketing Focus, we found that twenty-five percent of consumers said that if they saw shoplifting taking place, they would not be inclined to report that person at that particular point in time. So, Barry, um, technology like facial technology, this must be why that is tempting for retailers. 
It is because the one thing that they've started to learn is that the uh, ability of staff to stop a person and affect a citizen's arrest is very, very small. People have no confidence in doing that. They don't know what to do about that type of situation. Um, and therefore, it's the, uh, it's the huff, puff and bluff of these people who are not one-off purchasers or shoplifters. What they're finding now is, whilst it's not necessarily a large component of organised crime, it, recidivism amongst those shoplifters is quite pronounced. And the disturbing thing is, in many instances, it's one, two or three members of a single family actually perpetrating that sort of shoplifting event. Good on you, uh, Barry. Barry Urquhart, Managing Director of Marketing. Folks, well, remember, part of our police report this morning was the two blokes who pinched the... Was screens, it, computer screens. Computer screens. Instant poll, 9832-5050. If you saw shoplifting in progress, <laughs> would you report it? Nine eight three two fifty. I know what my fear would be mm. that it might be someone on crystal meth, right? Who turns around and hits me over the head with a computer screen? Uh, <laughs> that, that would be my fear. Does it depend- I know what the right thing to do yeah, is. Yeah, does it depend on what they're nicking? Uh, like if it's a pack of chewy, as opposed to a computer screen. Mm. Yeah, or vitamin D in their red trousers. <laughs> uh, instant poll nine eight three two fifty fifty. If you saw shoplifting in progress, would you report it? Nine eight three two fifty fifty. Let's see um, what the folks think.